Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Truckers Podcast. I am your host, Doug, from Ontario, Canada. This is December the 26th, 2021. Welcome to the show. I'm out here wishing everyone well. Thank you for joining me. It is 9.09 a.m. and gentlemen thank you for joining me and of course you know this show was supposed to start at 9 a.m and uh you know things beyond my control you know um start the show it don't want to start which is just really getting annoying i don't know i really don't know I like to be on time out here talking to you. But when things don't want to operate the way they're supposed to, I can't do anything about that. So I hope everybody had a really Merry Christmas. And I'm wishing everybody well throughout these uh, trying times across Canada. United States and around the world with this Omicron variant still spreading like wildfire here in Ontario alone in the last couple of days the cases have doubled from 5,500 to over 10,000 cases today. And today sets off um, a shopping week of sales. Today, what we call Boxing Day here in Canada. And we have the Boxing Day sales. We'll have the Boxing Week sales. People are going to be out there in the shopping malls shopping more money to spend out there maybe you got money for christmas and you can't wait to spend it because it's burning a hole in your pocket i don't know this is one day out of the year that i just regardless of of, of the pandemic is the i've never gone shopping on boxing day Never. Pre-pandemic, it's just absolutely chaotic. Now, being that the malls are at half capacity, 
still going to bring a lot of people out shopping today. Now, saying that, you know, with this uh, Omicron variant of this coronavirus going around, you know, um, like the common cold, this is the flu season. We're all going to have some sort of symptoms of the of the common cold. We're going to be stuffed up. We're going to have runny nose. We're going to have a scratchy throat. You know, these sort of things. You know, uh, the Omicron variant mimicking the common cold. Others become really sick. Others may not. I have been, you know, stuffed up, uh, a bit of a cough, a bit of a scratchy throat for the past week or so. But I had a rapid test done the other day and I test negative. Thank you for joining me this morning. Um, <laughs> you know, trying to get this show up going this morning, you know, um, I do um, like a few test runs and everything, make sure everything is going to work and stuff like that. And then when I do to come on air, you know, it doesn't work. You know, so I don't know. The internet connection comes in and out. I don't know why. It's supposed to be, you know, the fastest high-speed internet. You know, um, what a crock of shit that is. But, you know, from time to time, I experience those problems of trying to come on the air, you know, because, um, you know, everything is running off my laptop. You know, the monitor's plugged into the laptop. The interface is plugged into the laptop. The microphones are plugged into the interface. You know, so, I mean, we, we, uh, we rely on our connections, you know, and the internet, you know, hopefully it doesn't crash. Hopefully it doesn't slow down. It does whatever. But when that happens, then, you know, the show gets... Um, delayed and you know most of the time I'm out here on on weekends because I work all all week long you know starting work at six o'clock in the morning and sometimes not getting home until eight o'clock at night you know throughout the week you know so you know I like to put more shows out I really would you know, but, you know, when I do my show, you know, I want to wake up in the morning uh, on a Saturday and a Sunday and, you know, I don't want to have brain fog. You know, I want to be able to concentrate and I want to be able to get my point across to you. And that's why, you know, generally I do this on, on weekends. Now, this particular weekend, because Christmas fell on, on a Saturday, 
Um, I was going to do a show like Christmas, uh, Christmas Eve day. And it's like, you know, everybody's still out, you know, probably, you know, last minute shopping and hustling, bustling around and, and making their plans and stuff like that. Um, and of course not on Christmas Eve because that's when people, um, like to gather with their families. They're not interested in podcasts at that very point in time. I mean, myself, I'm not going to go out on Christmas Eve and listen to podcasts because I have other plans. And of course, Christmas morning, we're up with the kids or the family and, and, and like that and, and enjoying the spirit of Christmas. You know, Christmas Day in the evening, people are having their dinner. So there's going to be no podcast. At least I'm not going to do a podcast. You know, today is what we call Boxing Day here across Canada. Um, all the shopping malls, everybody's open today. And um, like I said, uh, lots of people out there is going to be uh, doing more shopping. You know, maybe you got money for Christmas or whatever, but... Um, this is, you know, kind of like a, uh, this is like Black Friday, you know, to us here on, on Boxing Day here in Canada, um, you know, where people are going to go out and do a lot more shopping. And like I said earlier, you know, in the last couple of days, um, you know, from the, uh, the 24th, um, we reported 5,500 cases in the province of Ontario. Today, we are recording 10,500 cases of the Omicron variant here across the province of Ontario. And more than half has been reported in the greater Toronto area, the greater Toronto metropolitan area. Nearly, you know, in that, in, in, in Toronto metropolitan area, including the Golden Horseshoes, is about 7 million people that live there. It's almost half the entire population of this province. Not surprising. Now, like I said earlier, too, I mean, when you came on, you probably hear me talking, you know, I, you know, in the last week, whatever, you know, I've been uh, stuffed up, runny nose, a little bit of a cough. Um, and, you know, like a, you know, a, a clogged nose, runny nose. These are some of the symptoms of the Omicron mimicking the common cold. Now I did get a rapid test done and tested negative. But in the meantime, you know, just like the flu season and, and stuff like that, if you have flu-like symptoms, you know, it's always best to stay home from work or, or whatever the case may be you know, during flu season, which we are in flu season, by the way, as well as the, the uh, uh, pandemic. So, and of course, you know, throughout the, 
you know, the, the fall in the winter, you know, people get the common cold, which by the way, is a coronavirus, which is, you know, the flu is a coronavirus. Now, by saying that, I mean, throughout, I mean, we, you know, we have been told time and time again, if you're feeling unwell, stay home. Don't go out. Don't go visit people and, and stuff like that because I hate it. You know, never mind the pandemic, right? I hate it when, when people, you know, you, you go out with some friends, you go to the local pub, you know, to maybe watch a sporting event, have some good food, some a couple drinks and somebody shows up sneezing and coughing and and all this crap I, I can't stand that I mean if you weren't feeling well to begin with why did you even bother coming out I mean that's how the flu spreads that's how the common cold spreads we've been told throughout this pandemic to Social distance, wash your hands, don't touch your face, your mouth, your eyes, all these things we have to be told. You would think over, you would think over the centuries and the decades with the flu season comes around every single year that we would know this already. During the flu season, though, we've never been told to, to social distance. You know, but, uh, Even with, with the vaccines, I mean, I got my booster shot the other day, you know, and um, so prior to the, the 24th, the Ontario government, you know, says anybody 50 and over um, is eligible for the booster shot. And then the government turns around and lowers the age from 18 and up is eligible for their booster shot which put people way out. January and February. I mean, it, it booked things up so fast. And now, you know, the government is scrambling to um, get other locations for people in order to get a booster. And that, I mean, there'd be openings every day, but you got to get online and you got to start looking. I mean, check with your doctor, check with your pharmacy. If other, if you can't get um, an appointment at a vaccine clinic, you know, this did not get us ahead of this. Because if it had gotten ahead of this, we wouldn't be seeing over 10,000 cases just here in Ontario. 
In fact, it put us behind. Now, there hasn't been any other changes um, when it comes to uh, group size gatherings. Um, you know, basically, you know, everything here in Ontario um, is at 50%. You know, the shopping malls, you know, um, right now there really isn't any sporting events going on. As you know, um, if you follow hockey, I mean, they're on pause right now, the National Hockey League. You know, they've got over 11 teams um, out there that have tested positive for COVID-19. The World Juniors hockey tournament, you know, uh, the pre, the, uh, preliminary round started on the 23rd and there'll be, this is being played out in, in, in uh, Alberta, Canada. And, um, of course the crowd, you know, is at 50%, you know, so if you have a, uh, they're, you know, the uh, stadium holds, you know, nearly 20,000 people. So only 10,000 people are going to only be allowed there. But the other kicker here with this is that no food or drinks will be served. Everybody in attendance will have to be remain seated except to go to the restroom and they'll have to wear their mask the whole time. And this goes the same for movie theaters. That 50, uh, 50% capacity. No food or drink will be served. Restaurants as well at 50% capacity. And of course, only 10 people per table. Except you, you know, you're able to sit at the table. You don't have to wear your mask sitting at the table. You have food and you have drinks. Only if you get up to leave your table, you have to put your mask on. And that's has always been that way. All the time. Now, of course, the government is on the Christmas break. But as things keep unfolding the way they are, and, and it seems that cases are, are um, doubling every two to three days, I would not be surprised coming tomorrow being Monday that the government, you know, comes out and makes more announcements. Now, in the Northwest Territories here in Canada, I mean, the furthest northern, one of the furthest northern parts of this country is Univit. There's small, really small communities there of indigenous people. And they don't have really, you know, um, the things we have here in the big cities when it comes to um, people who need treatment 
um, for COVID. Now, they reported like six cases of Omicron the other day, and they went into lockdown, stay-at-home orders, closed all non-essential businesses in that territory. with only six cases. Because they don't have the facilities and the people to help like we do here in in the larger provinces here across Canada. I'm not surprised that uh, Nunavut did that to protect their people. I won't be surprised if the government here in Ontario comes out tomorrow and, and maybe start looking at further restrictions. Now, prior to the Premier of Ontario um, already putting these restrictions into 50% capacity, the Premier said himself that um, lockdown, stay-at-home orders, closing non-essential businesses is not the answer. It doesn't work. But he can do an about face. And he's done it before. So I will not be too surprised if the Premier comes out with other restrictions. Being that today is going to be a really big shopping day. And for the in the entire uh, week leading up to New Year's Eve. Because as it stands right now here in the province of Ontario, when we gathered for our Christmas dinner, it was 10 people allowed in the household. What's going to change coming New Year's Eve? Could be down to five people. I don't know. Maybe. And not just here across uh, this province of Ontario, here on Canada, but all of Canada, you know, leading up to New Year's Eve, you know, um, being, you know, like the second biggest day of the year, you know, Christmas, you know, is the biggest day. New Year's Eve where all the celebrations, you know, to to go out and have a good time and um, celebrate the new year coming in. Cancellations all over the place. You know, even limiting other things like uh, Times Square in New York City is going to be limited 
to the gatherings in Times Square. Everybody will have to wear a mask. And again, you know, like I said here, you know, you know, in the city of London, here in Ontario, where I reside, our New Year celebrations uh, for the outdoor celebrations in Victoria Park canceled. So nothing has changed, you know, so far. But like I said, I, I, I can see it coming that some changes are going to be made. Is it going to make a difference? Probably not. Is it best that we just keep things the way they are at 50%? 10 people in the household. That was the same thing, you know, um, last, uh, last Christmas, it was 10 people in the household, 25 people outside. And that's where the government set it at for this year. Last year, I didn't do any celebrating for new years. I'm hoping this year that I can, you know, because this year I really feel like it. We're going into two years of this pandemic. And if it's just one night, if it's just one night that I want to Go out and celebrate, but doing it responsibly. I'm not going to be gathering with nine other people. It'll be four people. And people that I know who are fully vaccinated and I, people that I know who take every precaution, but still with saying that the risk is still there. It doesn't take 10 people to spread a, a virus. It takes one. Now, for the most part, you know, you know, with having, you know, over 10,500 cases recorded today, there's somewhere around, you know, maybe 500 people who are in hospital out of the population of over 16 million people here in the province of Ontario. And that's people who are 
vaccinated, partially vaccinated, and they had no status of, of, their, of their vaccine. Nobody said you're not going to get COVID because you're vaccinated. Just like the flu. Nobody says you're not going to get the flu if you get a vaccine for the flu. You can still get the flu. You know, I, my last show uh, prior to this was December the 19th. And, um, you know, talking about, you know, people, you know, getting the vaccine and um, what people, you know, what people say, you know, it's like um, we become um, magnetized you know, from this vaccine. And, um, I mean, what a, what a, what a bogus statement, you know? And it's like, how is that even possible? You know, because just out of spite, you know, I thought, oh, gee, you know what? I've had the vaccine, you know, I go into my garage and I'll find a piece of metal and I'll put it on my, uh, on the injection site uh, on my arm. And it doesn't stick. You know, and, and that was a statement by Dr. Tenpenny. I, and I'm sure you've probably heard of her and her ridiculous comments, you know, about vaccines and stuff like that. By the way, she's an anti-vaxxer, you know, whatever. You know, and then the other day, you know, people here in Ontario are, are saying like, you know, where's the premier of Ontario? Where did he go? And we haven't heard from him and stuff like that. He's got hundreds of people protesting out front of his house. You know, these anti-vaxxers, protesters about, you know, um, these uh, these measures put in place, you know, for over the holidays. You know, I mean, would you want to go home? You got hundreds of people protesting out front of your house and you can't get in your, in your driveway. Would you want to go home? You know, it doesn't matter, right? He's still out doing his job. And just the other day, he was he was at a vaccine clinic, uh, another massive vac- vaccine clinic that that they're opening up. You know, and I'm thinking to myself, why? I mean, why are they even bothering to protest outside of the premier's home? He's the messenger. You don't shoot the messenger. Right? 
it's it, it's the it's the top doctors in this province that make these calls. They're the ones who make these recommendations, whether we go to 50%, whether we go to stay at home orders, close all non-essential businesses and stuff like that. It is the top doctors. The premier is just the messenger. So you don't shoot the messenger. They all gather around the table and discuss what's next. What can we do? What is reasonable? Because not even just at the provincial level, but at the federal level, we've all been asked to do something. We've all been asked to get vaccinated. You know, 75% or 76% of the entire population, you know, here in Canada, out of 37 million people, you know, is fully vaccinated. I mean, we should be at 90% for the, for the size of this country at, at 36, 37 million. You know, we should be at least 90% fully vaccinated. People didn't get on it right away. All the hesitant, all, all the people out there being hesitant. And for those out there um, who are being hesitant, I mean, sooner or later, you got to make a choice. There's no more excuses if you're just hesitant. You've had ample time to talk to a professional. Now for those anti-vaxxers out there, you can just kiss my ass. You're part of the problem and not part of the solution. You go out there and all you're doing is just making an ass of yourself. That's all you're doing. You're proving nothing. You're not going to change a goddamn thing. The government is not going to change their flipping mind. So you can take your anti-marches and go the hell home. And stay away from people. You're spreading the damn virus. And it's pissing everybody off. As all these anti-vaxxers are doing. You don't have an argument. Corporations, businesses are mandating vaccine policies. If these anti-vaxxers don't like it too goddamn bad. If you get sent home and put on unpaid leave because you're not vaccinated, that is your problem. 
the premier's daughter is an anti-vaxxer. Now, apparently, you know, her husband is a police officer on the Toronto Police Force. He's an anti-vaxxer. He's on unpaid leave. Too bad. She gets out on social media platforms and just cries the blues. But as long as we allow people like that, we allow them on the social media, you give them a microphone or any electronic device. I mean, what do you, I mean, what are you looking for? You're looking for sympathy because you're not getting it from me. You're just not, I could care less. If you're on unpaid leave because you don't want to get vaccinated, that's your problem. If you lose your job over it, that's your problem. If you quit your job over it, that's your problem. You know, it's time for the social media platforms to do more about people who get out there and just spread bullshit and misinformation. Shut up their accounts. Don't give them the platform. They'll go away. Nobody wants to hear it. Nobody wants to hear your whining, crying, and bitching and complaining. Nobody wants to hear it. Unbelievable. You know, then they, you know, then they go out and, and you know, they, they protest outside of vaccine clinics. You know, they were, they were protesting outside of hospitals, you know, um, harassing patients and staff members. They even at one point were blocking emergency vehicles. You know, this is how freaking stupid people are. You know, have you ever seen the movie Sixth Sense? Where the little boy tells Bruce, uh, Bruce Willis that he sees dead people? I'll tell you what I see. I see stupid people. That's what I see. And I see it every day. People across this country have made sacrifices. Sacrifices beyond anything imaginable. When it comes to financial. And the struggles that people have gone through throughout this course of this pandemic. Loss of jobs.
And the only thing matters to these anti-vaxxers is they're not getting vaccinated. You know, when flu season comes around, never mind the pandemic, when flu season comes around every single year, and it has for <laughs> over a hundred years, And they ask you to get vaccinated for the flu, for the flu. Do we have protests like this? No, we don't. Do you see them protesting outside of vaccine clinics for the flu shot? Do you see them protesting outside of hospitals? Marching down the street, gathering in parks over the flu shot? No, you don't. Last, uh, uh, well, the the 19th of of December when I did my show, a uh, congresswoman, um, I, I, I mean, I can't, it just was just like, you gotta be like flipping kidding me right now. Um, about, she said, we've never closed schools because of cancer. Think about that for a moment. Take a minute to think about that. We've never closed any schools because of cancer. Why is that? Because cancer isn't contagious. I mean, what kind of a stupid remark is that? What kind of a stupid statement is that? I see stupid people. Unbelievable that somebody in government, and this is the American government, by the way, that she would actually get up and say that. And she has said some stupid things in the past. But to hear her say that, you know, that was absolutely ridiculous. We've never closed any schools because of cancer. Well, no shit. We never closed any schools that I know of in my lifetime over the flu season. But for the past couple of years during this pandemic, we've had a double whammy here. We've had the flu season come and go. We've had the flus. We have, we're in the flu season right now with the pandemic. People are going to get the flu. People are going to get COVID. 
you know, maybe and hopefully, and, and, that, and this is what we can do is hope that this Omicron variant will just fizzle out. They're talking about the majority of the cases out there that it is flu or cold-like symptoms. Yeah, I've got a stuffy nose, but a little tickle in my throat. I had a test done and I'm negative. I have the common cold. Now, probably been really lucky out here, and maybe yourself too, you know. You know, you probably haven't even come down with, with COVID throughout the throughout the whole time, throughout these two years. For, you know, the people, the, the essential workers, you know, the necessary workers, you know, uh, truck drivers like myself, were necessary. We worked through this whole period, this whole time of, the, uh, of this pandemic. Our frontline workers, our doctors and nurses, burning out. at a high rate. You know, they're the people that that deserve a break. Working in the ICUs, treating people with COVID. risking even themselves and yet those, there's just there's just people out there that just don't give a shit about that they just don't care well you're really gonna give a shit if it's you who ends up in the ICU You know, here in Canada, I mean, we're going to give you treatment. I mean, you're an anti-vaxxer and you end up in the ICU. We're going to give you treatment. But you know what I think? I think we just kick your sorry ass home. Our frontline workers. And not just the doctors and nurses, our frontline workers, our police officers, our paramedics, our firefighters. They're not just essential, 
They're required. We need them. And never mind the pandemic, they, they're out there and, and they're out there helping people. Every single day, 24-7, 365 days a year. I mean, if you're, you know, if you're an anti-vaxxer, you know what? Keep it to yourself. Just go mind your own goddamn business. Quit your job. I don't care. You get fired from your job because you got because you're not vaccinated. I don't care. You're you're on unpaid leave because you're an anti-vaxxer. You don't want to get vaccinated. I don't care. I don't want to hear your bitching and complaining and fucking crying. I am sick of this up to the top of my head. I am sick of it. I'm sick of this pandemic. It's like everybody else. We're sick and tired of it. And the last thing that I want to hear is you whining and complaining and bitching and crying. Because you're an anti-vaxxer. Sick and tired of, of, of hearing, you know, the conspiracy theories about the pandemic and the vaccines. I mean, if you're foolish enough and stupid enough to fall into that trap and believe it, that's your problem. There's something that we have, we all have. We all have it, ladies and gentlemen. It's called common sense. We needed to use more of it. Common sense is in us naturally. Common sense. I've done everything and millions of people have done everything that they've been asked to do. Yes, it is frustrating that we're still in this pandemic. Other places around the world look better than others. Even here in Canada. We're still better off than the United States. We're still better off than Europe. When it comes to infections, 
just when we thought, you know, we only, only have this one other variant to deal with, and that was the Delta variant. And then the Omicron variant comes along. And countries around the world, like Canada, you know, closes the airspace to 10 countries in South Africa or in Africa. It did nothing. It already was spreading. We still allow foreign nationals to come into the country from around the world. Yeah, those hoops that you have to cross, you know, hoops that you have to jump through to get to Canada. And even with the land border crossings, you know, at, at one point in time, um, we need, like, we still need it to fill out. Whether you're just going over in, into uh, Port Huron, Michigan to go shopping out of Sarnia, Ontario, you had to do, you had to go on the government website and fill out the Canada Arrive app. And you had to show your, your proof of vaccine and you had to do a PCR test. And then they stop that. And then when this Omicron variant comes along, you know, they reintroduce the PCR test. Anywhere from a from a hundred a hundred dollars to two hundred dollars a test. Before you even go shopping over in the United States, just for the day. Not staying there for three or four days. You're going over there for one day shopping trip to have some lunch and do a little bit of shopping and then come back home. And you have to fill out the Arrival Can app and you have to have the PCR test done. And anybody who somehow forgot to do that, in which they did, they ended up that they had to self-isolate in a hotel and wait for the negative test, wait for the test to come back negative. That was just land border crossing. Never mind people flying back into Canada. Canadians coming home. And there's always been that travel advisory throughout this whole pandemic. Don't travel unless it's absolutely necessary. And what is absolutely necessary? <clears throat> I don't find anything necessary to travel. Even if it's for business. Well, you can't have a Zoom. You can't have a Zoom meeting. The government puts these travel advisories out there just in case. Just in case you go to a foreign country 
and shit hits the fan. The Canadian government cannot help you. And then you're going to complain about the government not helping you when you were asked not to travel in the first place. Yeah, we all want to get away. We all need a vacation from this. We absolutely do. But there will become the time and place when that will happen. And this is not the time and place to be jumping on an aircraft and ignoring the travel advisories. And you either get stranded somewhere or you end up with COVID somewhere. That will be your problem. The government is not going to help you. Now, every year we have Canadians going down south all the time. You know, when the land, uh, the land borders opened up in November, you know, so recreational vehicles, not just essential workers and truck drivers could cross into the United States. You know, everybody could cross into the United States. You're going down south for, for the winter. You know, that's what Canadians do. And then there are Canadians that generally do that are not going. They're staying home. Whether they're driving or not. Things can change in an instant. If you travel. I mean, looking across the United States of all the cancellations due to shortage of staffs and airlines. And then people get upset. Well, what the hell are you doing traveling anyway? The airlines can't fill it. They can't, they can't work without staff. You know, they got to have the stewardess on, on the aircraft. They don't have them. The plane's not going anywhere. We even have a travel advisory across here in, here in Canada just to fly domestically. And oh, by the way, you got to be fully vaccinated to get on an aircraft. You got to be fully vaccinated to get on a train. or any other modes of public transportation to take you across the country. That's to fly domestically. And if they don't have the staff, well, then the flight's not going anywhere. And I'm sitting watching the news, you know, and it's like, why, why are you even complaining about it?
you know, the airline, uh, I, I don't know what the, the laws and the rules are on the airlines in the United States, but here in Canada, you know, the only way, you know, the airline doesn't have to give you a refund is because circumstances um, are, are due to, you know, it's out of their control. Right. So the same thing could happen here domestically. If they don't have enough staff for that aircraft, you're shit out of luck. You're not getting a refund. Because it's something that is beyond the airline's control. Now, watching the news, you know, uh, you know, one of the biggest travel times, you know, in the United States. People bitching and complaining because their flights are canceled and they have to, you know, find another flight and they, they don't get their money back and they got to pay more money. Oh, well. Can't say you didn't see that coming. You know, even your own government's asking you, you know, Limit your travel domestically. I don't know. I mean, do, I mean, as human beings, I mean, do we have, do we have a problem um, listening? I mean, did you have a problem listening to your parents growing up? I mean, is it just our human nature just to ignore certain things? You know, we just say, fuck it. You know, I'm going to go do it anyways. You know, my father used to say to me, he said, you know, okay, you're going to go do this. If you break a leg, don't come running to me. You go out there and you take your chance. Maybe as humans, as our human nature, you know, just not listen to certain things. You know, oh, it's the government. Oh, it's the government that's telling us this. Don't have to listen to the government. You don't have to listen to anybody. Go do what you want. But just remember that whatever it is that you're going to go do may cause an injury, may cause an illness. Think about that. I have not left this province that I live in for the last two years. I don't plan on traveling to the United States or anywhere abroad for a while. I'll probably wait another couple of years for things to fizzle out. 
I go outside of, of, of my city, obviously, because I work. That's my job. I'm a truck driver. I go visit family that lives a couple hours away. But my two feet will remain on the ground. I don't plan on traveling outside of the country anytime soon. Even though I want a vacation, I want to get away. I want to get away from all this mess. I want to get away from the world. But I'm not going to. I have other things to do. I got other people, not just myself. And protect myself as much as I possibly can. Can only do so much, right? To protect ourselves. We already know what to do. We already know the basics. Social distance. Wear a mask. Sanitize your hands. Limit your contacts. I'm not saying don't see people. I'm not saying not go see your friends. I mean, if you got a bunch of friends, I'm sure you can work it all out. Oh, I'm going to see a couple people this day, and I'll see a couple people that day, and stuff like that. You don't have to have 50 people all gathering together all at one time. It's called common sense. Fortunately, anti-vaxxers don't have common sense. They don't know how to use common sense. Because they don't care about you. They don't care about me. They just care about themselves. All that matters is themselves. That's why I say I don't give a shit about you. I don't give a shit about anti-vaxxers. That's your problem that you can't go dine in a restaurant. That's your problem you can't go to a movie theater. That's your problem you can't go to a gym. That's your problem you can't go to a sporting event. Too goddamn bad for you. Because they don't have any common sense. And oh, by the way, you know, when it comes to these idiots, these anti-vaxxers, they're vaccinated. And I'll tell you why. Because for them, in order for them to go to grade school in this country, they had to be vaccinated. They had to be vaccinated for measles, chickenpox, the mumps, polio, and so on.
So how can you say you're an anti-vaxxer? Oh, I know. Because I'm a grown-up now and I can make my own freaking decisions. But you're vaccinated. that's what it is because they're grown-ups well they're they're a child in a grown-up's body is who they are a child in a grown-up's body is who they are acting like a child I mean, you ever watch them, ladies and gentlemen, you ever watch them in their protests? And just, I mean, really honestly, you know. And then when when, when, when things turn ugly, you know, when has violence ever solved anything? Never. So you can go trash your city Go trash your businesses, set fire to shit. And this is what they do. It solves nothing. Never has, never will. You can have your tantrum all you want. It's not going to change anything. You're not going to get your way. You can, you can start crying and hold your breath till you turn blue in the lips. You're not going to get your own way. Not going to happen. So as we close out this this year, this year of 2021, you know, less than a week, less than a week away. For New Year's. Make your New Year's resolution. The unfortunate thing here is the pandemic is still going to be here. Just going to have to make the best of it. Try to do our best. I've said this before, we're all in this together. We need to help each other. By doing the right things. Making the right decisions, the right choice. 
you know, governments, top doctors, they would like to be able to tell you that there is an end date to this pandemic. But there isn't one. It's going to take its course. I'm hoping I'm not sitting here this time next year saying, oh, we're still here in this pandemic. I hope not. Could be a possibility. I don't know. But just do the best you can. It's all we can do, right? Just do the best we can. So I want to take the time to thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for coming out here uh, on the Truckers Podcast. Of course, I wasn't out over like Christmas, you know, Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. You know, um, that wouldn't, to me, that it just wouldn't be right. You know, you know, um, it, it was a time for, for, people all over the world to celebrate Christmas, however you celebrate. So I am, um, tomorrow is Monday. I am off Monday because the way Christmas fell this year on the weekend. So I will be back out uh, tomorrow morning, Monday morning at 9 a.m., I hope it goes off without a glitch again, you know, because when I start a show, I expect it to start, you know, and and you, the listeners, you know, see, oh, you know, podcasts are up. You see the time they're they're on, what time they're going to start. And and you as a listener, you know, you expect that, okay, I'm going to go on the Truckers podcast at at 9 a.m. You know, you expect it to start. I can't do anything about the internet. (laughs) If it acts up, it it acts up, you know? So, because like I said earlier, um, at the beginning of the show, you know, everything's plugged into my laptop, the monitor, the interface and the microphones are plugged into the interface. So like anything, if, if we want to be on air or we want to surf the internet, well, we got to have internet and it's got to be working properly. So hopefully I don't have that problem again this morning or tomorrow morning. Hopefully at 9 a.m. when I come on air, I'm on air. and don't have to log out, log back in check the internet and all that stuff. I, it's just, it's aggravation. So, but thank you for taking your time out today here. Um, Sunday, the, the 26th uh, of December. And um, I will be back out tomorrow morning. So enjoy the rest of your day. If you're on holidays, enjoy your holidays. Um, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, give your loved ones a big hug and tell them that you love them. And, you know, this is supposed to be the joyous time of, of the year. 
you know, that we all love thy neighbor, you know, let's continue with, with that. Let's do that. And, um, thank you. This is the Truckers Podcast. Have a great day, ladies and gentlemen. Take care. I'm your host, Doug, and thank you.